0: in the darkness of our loneliness, our illness, and our fears, but the darkness has not overcome it. Good morning, welcome to the Sunday service of Free Community Church. Um, We're so happy that you can join us, whether you're on site or remotely. So let us take a moment to greet one another. So if you're on site, you may turn around and and greet your neighbors um, with a smile and a wave. Um, I know many of us are sick, so... Um, And if you're online, uh, please feel free to type a greeting in the chat, and our moderators will respond to you. So as we enter into this sacred time, please rise in body or in spirit and join me in the call to worship. Come, walk in green pastures. We follow the shepherd. shepherd. Come, lie down in green pastures. We We trust trust the shepherd. shepherd. Come, dine at the table of abundance. We We are fed fed by by the shepherd. shepherd. Come, dwell in God's house. We We live live in in the shepherd's shepherd's care. Loving shepherd, you know our names. You care for us. When we face darkness and death, walk beside us. When we hunger for your love, fill us with your presence. When we are fearful, feed us at your table.
1: May May we dwell in the house house of goodness goodness and mercy all the days of our
0: lives. Amen. Amen. Please remain standing as we join our voices in a time of praise and worship.
2: be seated. The prayer for the third Sunday of Advent. And we pray together. Heavenly Father, as once again we prepare for Christmas, Help us to find time in our busy lives for quiet and thought and prayer, that we may reflect upon the wonder of your love and allow the story of the Saviour's birth to penetrate our hearts and minds. So may our joy be deeper, our worship more real, and our lives worthier of all that you have done for us through the coming of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Today we pray for the Church, for the Christian family who will be celebrating this festival in so many different ways, and for those who dare not celebrate openly. We pray for Christians in countries where there is persecution, and for those in our own country with whom we will share our celebrations, our church family. Grant that all who come into our church this Christmas time may be enabled to renew their relationship with you. Help us all to be glad of your presence and to rejoice at the coming of Jesus And may your blessing be upon us all who worship with us. Give us grace to live as faithful members of your family, that we may learn each day afresh to love and serve you. At this time, O Father, we do pray for peace for the world. Peace for the victims of war, the refugees, the widowed and the orphans. Give peace also to family and friends, to those who have quarreled and need to be reconciled. And for ourselves, give peace in our own divided heart. We know that without justice, there can be no peace. Let peace come where all people are respected regardless of race and religion. Let peace come where trading weapons of mass destruction become a crime. Let peace come where the Earth's resources are used wisely for the common good. And let peace come through the transformation of our lives that we may do justice, love, and kindness and walk humbly with our Lord. Your Son came as the Prince of Peace and brought a message of peace for all people. Help us to be peacemakers in our own home, at our work, or wherever we meet people, so that the peace and goodwill of Christmas can find a place in the hearts of all people. We pray for people who are lonely, those who are lonely because they have lost a partner, those who are lonely because no one seems to care, and those who are lonely because of handicap or illness. Let your presence be with those who are alone at this season of friendship, And may we take your friendship to those whom we know will be alone this Christmas. We also pray for those of our friends and family who are ill at this time. And remember them in the quietness of our hearts. We bring them to you in the confidence that you will love them. And know that their every need and that your healing power is still the same today. Bless all that is being done for the recovery and answer our prayers as you see best. O Lord, you turn our darkness into light and in your light shall we see light. Lord God, you hold both heaven and earth in a single piece. Let the design of your great love shine on the the waste of our anger and sorrow. And give peace to your church. Peace among nations. Peace in our homes. And peace in our hearts. In all this we pray in Jesus' most precious name. Amen.
0: One,
3: there is one who is greater, nothing else compares, he holds all power. You hold it. Forever, for my friends and my family, what I will believe, increase your favor upon our lives for the ones you are so. Lord, I will believe, reveal your power, Lord, show your grace. Now to God who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ever imagine, through your power. C'est ça ce qui...
4: Good morning and welcome to FCC. Um, this morning as we enter into looking at the Word of God, I would like to invite you to get onto menti.com. Um, we usually use menti.com as a way for us to interact during a sermon. And today I'd love for you to um, share some of your experiences and your insights uh, in some of the questions that we have today. All right, So please log on. You can either use a QR code, or uh, use the short form link, fcc.li/slash menti, and it will take you directly to the slides and the questions that we have for today. All right? So, we'll give you a moment to do that. And as you do that, may I begin this morning by asking you this question: When was the last time you felt a sense of awe and wonder? When was the last time you felt a sense of awe and wonder? Was it sometime recent? Or has it been way too long and you can't even recall? Perhaps when you saw the title of the sermon today, you were hoping that I might be able to do or say something magical today so you might experience a sense of wonder by the time you walk out this morning. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint, but just to manage your expectations, I doubt my words would bring about a magical sense of wonder instantly, but I have no doubt that the Spirit of God will speak in a way that our souls, each of us, can hear, and I pray that it will be so for you and for me this morning. Will you join me in a word of prayer? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, God, earthmaker, pain-bearer, life-giver, who inspires awe and wonder in us when we choose to pay attention. Amen. When I speak of wonder... I mean the practice of beholding the beautiful. For most of us, that would mean beholding the majestic, such as the snow-capped mountains of Himalayas, or Mount Fuji, or watching the sun setting on the horizon by the sea. But what if I told you that beholding the beautiful is also found in the perfectly mundane, the ordinary, the wafting smells of a delicious meal being cooked, the gentle ripples of a quiet lake, the smile of a loved one. More than the grand, majestic beauties of our lives, wonder is about having the presence to pay attention to the commonplace. Wonder is found in the small, ordinary moments of life. So this morning I wanted to ask you what are some of the ordinary moments in life that brought you a sense of wonder? Do you remember? Would you share? What are some of those ordinary moments in life? Things that sometimes you may not really think about, but in that moment brings you a sense of wonder. And then you go like, oh wow, it's so amazing to be alive. <laughs> a series of green lights. Yes, I know, right? For those of you who drive, or those of you who are sitting in the car and like rushing somewhere, that is a sense of wonder. Ikigai dining experience, wow. That sounds quite amazing. <laughs> Just in time.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, flowers, right? Flowers are delicate, fragile beautiful all at once. The fresh morning light, yeah, that's so beautiful. Travel, a hug, yes. Oceans, a smile, yeah, blue sky, nature, mountains. Just breathing. The fact that we can breathe. The gift of breath. New relationships, yeah, absolutely. As well as old ones. Waking up, yes. The fact that we woke up this morning. The fact that we could be here this morning. Puppy, yes! I totally agree. Uh, my dog comes in every morning bringing her ball because she wants to play. And that is amazing, a wonderful thing to see. Money treats. Mm, okay, that does sound quite wonderful. Clouds, yeah. Coming to church. Oh, yeah, I hope so. And I hope that we encounter God here. Being able to just walk, yes, right? If ever you were not able to walk for a while, I think we understand what that means. Beauty, sunsets, peace, so many things. Thank you so much for sharing. These are the ordinary moments in life that actually bring a sense of wonder. For me, the most recent thing I noticed was the wonder of our bodies, Healing itself. I was actually sick over this past week with a flu and fever. And it was the worst week, right, <laughs> to get sick because I had four final papers. It was the end of semester for me. I had four final papers to finish, to submit. I had a sermon to write. <clears throat> and so um, I was struggling, right, this week between fevers, writing papers, writing sermon. Uh, and so, even as I was taking Panadol, drinking Chinese herbal tea, um, I realized that the medication and, and tea that I was taking, right, it just helps with the symptoms. But the actual healing really depends on our own bodies, right? Isn't it? God made our bodies self-healing. Our cells regenerate when we go to sleep every single night. Our bodies work hard to restore us back to health when we get sick. So when we pause and think about it, our bodies are works of wonder, and we have our creator God to thank for that. And our wonder at God is also found in the Christmas story. We are one week away from Christmas, and I wanted to focus on this part where Mary visits Elizabeth. But to give you the background leading to that, I'll just quickly run through this part that Gary actually covered two weeks ago. And this is the part where the angel Gabriel was sent by God to Nazareth to Mary and told her, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. And she was so perplexed by the angel's words and wondered, what do you mean? And the angel said to her, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, and you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, and he will be great, and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. And so Mary asks a very obvious question, right? very important, how can this be, since I am a virgin? And so the angel explained to her that the Holy Spirit will come upon her. The power of the Most High will overshadow her. And therefore the child to be born will be holy and will be called the Son of God. And then the angel informs her that her relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. Coincidental? Hmm, Probably not, right? And this is, she's already in her sixth month. And so is it, for nothing is impossible with God. And Mary famously says, here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. So now we go into the passage for today. And it says, after that happened, Mary set out and she went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth And when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and exclaimed with a loud cry, "'Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb!' And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy." And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. Notice that she said all this, right, the moment that Mary stepped into the door, meaning that for some reason she knew all these things, right? Even the fact that Mary believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. Before Mary could even explain anything, Elizabeth already knew. Isn't that amazing? To anyone who didn't know them, to anyone who was just looking in from the outside, this actually seemed like quite an ordinary day-to-day encounter, right? Two women who got pregnant within months of each other, visiting one another because they are related and wanted to share the good news. Very ordinary, right? But for Elizabeth and Mary, it was much more than that. They knew the inside story and how these pregnancies were not ordinary at all. Elizabeth knew that she was way too old, even if she might look young, she was way too old to be able to conceive at her age, and yet she did. Mary knew that the child growing within her was not placed there by human will, but by divine means. And she was told, nothing is impossible with God. So these two women were reveling in the wonder and joy of these ordinary-looking, but deeply extraordinary moments together. You know, I think God doesn't need us to be constantly in awe and wonder at who God is and what God has done. I'm sure God is way more secure than that. I think awe and wonder is more for us to deepen our spiritual experience and add joy and insight into our lives. Richard Raw reminds us that awe, wonder, and amazement are foundational to our spiritual experiences. He says, I believe the basic, primal, foundational religious intuition is a moment of awe and wonder. We say, God, that's beautiful. Why do we so often say God when we have such moments? I think it's a recognition that this is a godly moment. We are somehow aware that something is just too good, too right, too much. Too timely. When awe and wonder are absent from our lives, we build our religion on laws and rituals, trying to manufacture some moment of awe. <clears throat> and he says, it works occasionally, I guess. I think people who live their lives open to awe and wonder have a much greater chance of meeting the holy, the divine, God, than someone who just goes to church but le- doesn't live in an open way. So the first thing that could be helpful to us in preparing for awe and wonder in our lives is living our lives open to awe and wonder and awe. Yes, it's as simple as that, but also as challenging as that. Russian writer Alexander Solzhenitsyn, he Understood this when he wrote, the Western system in its present state of spiritual exhaustion does not look attractive. And Raw adds that the Western mind almost refuses to be in awe anymore, and maybe our minds as well. It is only aware of what is wrong and seemingly incapable of rejoicing in what is still good and true and beautiful. The only way out is through a new imagination, a new cosmology created by positive God experience. Education, problem-solving, rigid ideology are all finally inadequate by themselves to create cosmic hope and meaning. Only great religion can do that, which is probably why Jesus came and spent so much of his ministry trying to reform religion. Healthy religion gives us a foundational sense of awe. It re-enchants an otherwise empty universe. It gives people a universal reverence towards all things. And only with such reverence do we find confidence and coherence. Only then does the world become a safe home. Then we can see the reflection of the divine image in the human, in the animal, in the entire natural world, which now become inherently supernatural. So are you living your life in a way that is open to wonder and awe? Or are you stuck on what is familiar and only aware of what is wrong, instead of what is good and true? and beautiful. The second thing is remembering. Do you know how many times the word remember appears in the Bible? The word remember in its various Hebrew and Greek forms occurs about 250 times in the Bible. That's quite a lot of times, I would say. Remembering is another important step towards regaining and maintaining a sense of wonder in our lives. And that is why God often reminds people in the Bible to remember. And also us today, remember. And so I want to invite you to just reflect a little bit, to remember a little bit. We are at the end of this year, right? When you look back at this year, Was there an instance where you saw God do immeasurably more than you asked or imagined? When was one instance when you saw God do more than you asked or imagined? Was it something related to your family, to your job, to your relationships, to your friends around you For your health? Was there something more? I wanted you to just take a few moments just to reflect a little bit and to write it out, okay? Take some time to think about it and to write it out. Because this is for you more than for anyone else. But it also helps me, okay? And I'll share with you why. Because... Next week, during our Christmas Eve service, I'd like to share some of your stories here, if it's okay with you, um, with the people who will be coming. Right? So please take some time to think about it. Just kind of type in, right? When was a time over this past year when you noticed God doing something more than you asked for or imagined? And sometimes we forget. Because human beings, we are forgetful, all right? And that's why I want you to take time to remember. Remember when God answers your prayers. Remember when God answers beyond your prayers and your expectations. So one of you, the very first one said, the FCC retreat. I'm so glad that the retreat was much more than you imagined. And I mean, it was amazing, right? I mean, for those of you who do not know, our retreat this year, we had the largest number of people that we've ever had. So a few years ago, pre-COVID, the biggest one that we had um, just a year before COVID or the year before was we had about 80 over people come for our retreat. And this year, we had slightly over 100 people. That's like almost our whole congregation, right? Which was just amazing to see. And not only that, it wasn't just the numbers, it was actually the people who came. We had people who came who never actually came personally, in person, to a service before. They had attended online during the COVID period. And they said, I want to see this community. I want to be part of community. And they signed up for the retreat. And so we were meeting some people for the very first time during the retreat and actually building relationships at that time. And so it was very beautiful to see and how God answers above and beyond, right? When I think of getting a job upgrade, not a job resignation, mm -hmm. reconciliation of broken relationships which I never thought could be restored. Wow, isn't that beautiful? One of the hardest things sometimes, you know. Sometimes I look around and I think, wow, you know, the relationships that we have are so delicate. And trust is so easily broken. And when we are able to restore and reconcile relationships, it's really an amazing, a wonderful thing that God is doing with us. I'm equipping in the area of developing deeper friendships, which is something I have been praying about for years. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Project blessings. Yay. Happy for you. Inner peace and ability to handle situations well. It takes a lot for me I can imagine. So I'm so proud of you. Good job. When I was searching for answers about my past, God gave me everything I needed to see, the very main thing despite my anxiety and depression. Oh, that's so good. Thank you. All my prayers have been answered and I couldn't be more grateful for God's blessings. All your prayers have been answered. Yay! Amazing. I asked God for more time with my partner and I had a lot more quality time than I imagined. That's beautiful, thank you. Getting three job offers in one week, wow, okay. After almost two years of job searching, oh, that's amazing. God brought me back to near good health and independence after a painful, life-threatening illness. Thank God for that. Thank God that you are here. Prayed for things to be well, and God granted deep peace. God, right? That peace that surpasses all understanding. That only God can give. Pop-Mart managed to get a secret figure instead, something I want. <laughs> I can sell it at a high price and buy more part one, okay? That's beyond what we can ask for, right? Sometimes. When God provides abundantly to the growth of my business, congratulations. Real, do I take my family from all over the world for a wedding? Yay! God gave me a book idea in the middle of the night, yay! And now I'm all excited to see where this may go in 2024. Wow. Leaving a broken family and setting up for the unknown. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that you have family here. Our cell group, yay. Mindset and perspective shift from having anxiety and imposter syndrome to being at peace. Oh, that is such a gift. God was with me through my surgery at the hospital this year and during the recovery period, knowing that nothing is impossible with God's Protection. I am rested and assured of God's divine healing power. Thank you. Put in and put in an unfamiliar role. Blessed with supportive, respectful suvi- uh, supervisor and teammates. I'm happy for you. That's amazing. When I was fighting for my life at the hospital and worrying about my hospital fees and family expenses while not having any income, before I even prayed. Mm. Finally. Living with grief of losing my partner to God, not always only with sadness, but also with gratitude, faith, and serenity. Oh, thank you for sharing that. God is me to bring back my past and to start to review it to make me stronger. Thank you. Becoming a member of FCC and celebrating FCC's 20th anniversary. Yay! And We are thankful for that with you. Cell group, yay! I'm so glad to see cell group appear twice. It's amazing. You all are a blessing to one another. You all are a wonder to one another. For me, I wanted to share with you something that I wrote in my journal last year. And this was during a time when I was in the US for my intensive week of classes. And this is what I wrote. I wrote, Yesterday evening, I had dinner with Dr. Jeffrey Kwan, the president of CST. And he asked me about my ordination plans. He said, if I didn't have anything confirmed yet, would I consider being ordained with the United Methodist Church, since I grew up in the Methodist Church in Singapore? I was surprised, because I didn't think it would be possible to be ordained with the UMC, since I wasn't based in the U.S., and wasn't planning to be living in the States. Dr. Kwan smiled and said, it's entirely possible, especially after the pandemic, and he would be happy to speak with the necessary bishops and superintendents to get the process going if I said yes. I felt goosebumps as Dr. Kwan was talking. I told him this felt like something much bigger than me, and he agreed. It felt like I had come full circle. It felt like I was coming home. He said he could imagine Reverend Yap smiling at the thought of me possibly being ordained as a UMC pastor. I said I could totally imagine Reverend Yap chuckling with glee, with that cheeky glint in his eyes. And I told Dr. Kwan I would seriously consider and pray over this. The next morning, as I was walking to school, I reflected on the many interconnections that have led me to who I am and what I am doing today. I realized I'm truly not doing this alone, and nothing in my life has been a coincidence, and God has been there with me at every turn. Even the timing of me attending CST And the possibility of me being ordained with the UMC could only have happened now. You know, my parents were not Christians when they placed me in Methodist Girls' School as a child. In fact, they had already wanted to place me in CHIJ. But there was no space for me there, so they ended up with MGS. Imagine if I had gone to CHIJ and became maybe a Catholic along the way. Nothing wrong with that. I just think things might have turned out quite differently. But God, in God's infinite wisdom, made sure I went to MGS, and then for me and my whole family to eventually join a Methodist church, one of the very few denominations that have historically ordained women. And now I stand at the precipice of challenging those edges. Not only am I a woman, I am also queer. I guess this might have been God's plan all along. As I recalled all of this, the tears welled up and I started crying, even as I was walking into the campus grounds that morning. For such a time as this. My life is not solely my own. It is for something much bigger, than myself even as the way ahead is challenging I know that there is a larger purpose and I know my place in history so remembering is important and then we have reflecting with perspective how we see determines what we see. Two weeks ago, Gary spoke about the difference between having a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And if you haven't felt awestruck or a sense of wonder recently, it probably is because we sometimes block ourselves from feeling that way. We are immersed in an unconscious reservoir of expectations, assumptions, and beliefs and we understand all new things in the same old, patterned way. And we often make this mistake in all of our encounters, both good and bad. We do not realise that it wasn't the person or the situation right in front of us that made us angry or fearful or excited and energised. This is, at best, only partly true. If we had allowed a beautiful sunset, to make us happy, it was because we were already predisposed to happiness. The sunset just gave us an opportunity to connect with and to express our happiness. And this is true with almost anything else. How we see will largely determine what we see and whether we can, it can give us joy or leave us indifferent and resistant. And this was true for Mary as well. With the help of the angel Gabriel, Mary understood her situation of being an unwed mother as something extraordinary, God's divine hand at work. What may appear ordinary to outsiders was something to be beheld with wonder and awe. And this is why we witness her singing the Magnificat, During her visit with Elizabeth, as they both reveled in the wonder what God was doing, with her sense of wonder and awe brimming over, she sang this, My soul proclaims your greatness, O God, and my spirit rejoices in you, my Saviour, for you have looked with favour upon your lowly servant. And from this day forward, all generations will call me blessed. For you, the Almighty have done great things for me, and holy is your name. What about you? Are there situations in your life that God is challenging you to see differently in ways that would lead you to proclaim God's greatness and God's love for you? Co-Arthur Riley said, "Or is an exercise, a spiritual exercise, both a doing and a being. It is the spiritual muscle of our humanity that we can only keep from atrophying if we exercise it habitually. Or is not a lens through which we see the world, but our sole path to seeing. Any other lens is not a lens but a veil. And I've come to believe that our beholding, seeing the veils of this world peeled back again and again if only for a moment, is no small form of salvation. Wonder requires a person not to forget themselves, but to feel themselves so acutely that their connectedness to every created thing comes into focus. In secret awe, we are a part of the story. So throughout this week, God has actually been bringing back this song to my heart. And it's probably a familiar one to many of you. And I don't know why, but it kept ringing in my heart. And I was singing it, and I was listening to it in different languages as well on YouTube, right? In Korean, in Chinese, in Japanese, in Thai. And it was so beautiful to see and hear siblings From different parts of the world, singing this with all of their hearts, with all their souls. And as we close this time, I want to invite you to choose your response to God today. Perhaps it's been a long time since you felt a sense of awe and wonder. And this morning, you want to open up your life to awe and wonder once more. You want to remember to remember all that God has done and to reflect with God's perspective on your life. So will you join me to sing this as your response to God? And as you are willing and able, in body and in spirit, will you rise as you sing this together with me? I'm inviting Gary today to lead us in this song, I stand in awe of you.
5: I stand, I stand in all of you. I stand, I stand in all of you. Sing, I stand, I stand, I stand stand in all of you. I stand. I stand in awe of you let's declare that I stand I stand in all of you I stand I stand in all of you holy God A holy God to whom all praise is due I stand In all of you and I stand and I stand I stand in all of you I stand I stand in all of you holy
4: Holy and loving God, words fail us when we stand in your presence. God, you are too wonderful, too beautiful for us to even begin to describe or to express. And so God, we can only say we stand in awe and wonder of you. God help us, help us to be people who will remain open always, to open up our lives to awe and wonder, so that we may experience you deeply, even as we experience our world deeply. Grant us, God, your eyes to see so that we have perspective to remember and to reflect on all the things that God you have been doing in our lives in the world around us God we praise you and we worship you with all that we are because that is all that we can offer you and God we thank you we thank you for being at work in our lives even as we spend this week preparing for Christmas, open up our hearts that we may be ready for you to come into our hearts again, for you to help us to reimagine and to regain that sense of wonder in our relationship with you. And so, God, we thank you for being with us this morning as we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Will you be seated?
1: Let us prepare our hearts and minds for a time of Holy Communion. We gather each Sunday at this table, even though at this time we are all not physically together. The table of God's feast transcends time and space, because God's love transcends all boundaries. So this table recognizes no boundaries. Here at FCC, we celebrate an open table. This means you do not have to meet any criteria, you do not have to be a member of FCC, you do not have to be baptized. You only need to recognize that God's grace is sufficient. Good Shepherd, we take your care for granted. In the midst of your many blessings, we complain of not having enough. In the presence of danger, we fail to trust your abiding love. When you set a table before us, we turn aside from you. Call us back into your fold and help us. Trust your caring presence and provision that your our actions may proclaim your truth. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. God forgives our failures and calls us back into the flock. Loving God, our Good Shepherd, we are the sheep of your pasture. You know us by name. We offer grateful thanks
0: for your loving care,
1: opening our hearts
0: and minds to the guiding of your Spirit in our lives.
1: Lead us in right
0: paths, that that we we may serve serve you in truth and and action. action. Amen.
1: God prepares the table for us, offering us a feast of abundant love. Our cups overflow with the bounty of grace, for our shepherd knows us as no one else can, restoring our souls, healing our brokenness, nourishing us with bread and cup for the life of ministry. We remember how Jesus, our shepherd, took bread, and after giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to the disciples, saying, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after the supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. stewards to come distribute the elements. For those joining online, now might be a good time to prayer your elements so that we can all partake together. Come to the table and feast with the shepherd. Let us partake of these communion elements together with thanksgiving. I invite you to stand and embody your spirit for the prayer of communion. Together, God of love, you abide with us. Your loving presence stirs us. You provide us with all that we need in abundance. Help us love one another in truth and action. Help us give of ourselves to those in need. Help us care for others the way our shepherd cares for us. May our lives reflect our wholehearted trust in our shepherds' everlasting love and care. Amen. Please be seated. You may pass the communion cups to the end of the hours. Thank you.
0: All right, so welcome once again to the Sunday service of Free Community Church where free stands for First Realize Everyone's Equal. So FCC is an affirming and inclusive church, and that means that you are welcome here regardless of your sexual orientation, your gender identity, your economic status, your theological background, or any other labels that the world puts on you. So to those of you, uh, those of our members, uh, those of you who join us regularly, and those of you who are joining us for the first time, uh, welcome home. My name is Wendy, and I am the service leader for today. All right, so again, if you are new to FCC, we invite you to leave your details uh, with us by scanning the QR code or going to fcclee slash welcome, and uh, our pastors and our staff will get in touch with you. Uh, we also have a newcomers meeting every month, uh, the one for this month. It will be today uh, in the room uh, in the back uh, behind the, the main hall. Uh, and if you, uh, if you join us um, for service online, we invite you to, uh, to attend the one in January, uh, which will have an online option. So that's on the 28th of January. Uh, so uh, you can email us at info to find out more. Okay, um, so now is the time uh, when we worship God with our offering. Uh, so offering is a time when we remember um, our reliance on God um, and we express our gratitude. So uh, there are two ways that you can give. So the first is by PayNow and the second is by credit card. So for PayNow, there are two QR codes. Uh, so. One is for the general fund, which goes towards paying our staff salaries and other operational expenses. And the building fund um, goes towards paying for the mortgage on this property. And uh, so uh, you can give by credit card as well, freecomchurch.give.asia. Now there is a 1.5% platform fee, but we are grateful for giving uh, in any form. So uh, let us pray for the offering. God, with these gifts, we offer you our lives to do your work in the world. Take our bodies and our minds, our work and our leisure, our relationships with other people, our friendships and our family life, our dreams and our doubts, our faith and our plans for the future. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we bring them to you. Amen. So now I invite the stewards to come up and collect the offering. So if you are on site and you wish to um, give by cash or check, um, raise your hand and they will come to you. Okay. So so while they're going around, we have uh, two announcements. So the first one is uh, that we're starting a new cell group that will be exclusively online. Um, So this is especially for those of us who uh, join to join the service um, you know remotely um, and so you can sign up at fcc.lee slash new online cg all right, and our second announcement um, is that in one week's time, we will be um, having our Christmas Eve service, uh, which includes candlelight, and it will be bilingual, and there will be dinner after. So it will be at 5 p.m., okay? So no, please note the time. There will not be a morning service. Uh, the service will be Sunday at 5 p.m., All right, Uh, and uh, so now uh, I invite Pastor Pauline to come up and to... pray for those of us who are celebrating another lap around the sun, our December babies. And that
4: includes Wendy as one of our birthday
0: babies in December. So those of you who have birthdays, please come up.
4: Yeah, so please (laughs) don't let Wendy stand alone.
0: (laughs) A special blessing. I know. Yeah.
4: So if you are celebrating a birthday, you don't mind coming up, please come up uh, so that we can pray for you and sing uh, for you as well
3: <laughs> There are Ooh, so Jeff. many names I know, right?
4: But so many shy people as well
5: <laughs> Come.
4: We we won't pressure people uh, If they don't want, okay? <laughs> it's okay Whether you're here all right, Out there Or you're standing here uh, Let us pray for all of you, okay? give thanks for you so many babies in December let's pray God we are so thankful and grateful for life for breath for another year around the Sun God we know that time is a gift life is a gift and we know that the lives of these people our siblings that you've placed in this community Is a gift to us. And we are so thankful for each one, including Wendy. And we are so thankful for all that you're doing in their lives, how you have been blessing so many people in our community through them. In the same way, God, we pray for your rich and abundant blessings upon their lives, that you bless them with your joy and your peace, with your love each day. May your presence always surround them. May you walk with them every single way of their journey. And I pray that God, in the same way that they have blessed so many others, will you pour far for your blessings upon their lives as well. Will you surround them with people who will love them, who will support them, who will encourage them, who will walk with them in this journey that God you have given us. And so God, we want to commit them into your hands, each one of them thanking you for their lives, thanking you for the gift that they are to us. And we pray that you will help us as a community to be a gift to them as well, that we will be here for them, uh, even as we celebrate through the highs and the lows of lives. So God, we just want to thank you so much for them as we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. And let's sing! Yay! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.
5: Happy birthday to you.
4: Yay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And now, will you rise in body and spirit for the benediction? Wonderful God, you inspire in us awe and wonder, because you are a great, great God. But above that, God, you are a loving God. You enfold us in your love each and every day, even though we may not realize it sometimes that really when we look into the world around us, when we look at the nature that you surround us with, when you look at the family and friends and the loved ones that you surround us with, when we look at this community, when we look at ourselves, God, we are thankful because of the wonder of all that you are and all that you're doing in our lives. So now go. Go as God's people who will always be open to all that God is doing in your life will always remember the goodness and love of God in your life, that you may truly inspire others as well to live lives of awe and wonder, that in, in, through your life others may be drawn to Christ. And so now go and may our God of wonder go with you, both now and always. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us for service this week. Remember to come join us next week. As Wendy said, don't come at 10.30, okay? Next Sunday is at 5 p.m. Come for our candlelight service and come and join us for dinner, okay? Have a blessed week ahead. So as we close... Oh, yes, as we close...